Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th, so you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait. This offer ends on May 31st. to say yeehaw yeehaw oh yeah <laughs> for our song <laughs> yeehaw there we go witty banter intro we did it oh my gosh <laughs> hello hi hi welcome back to pretty okay podcast thanks for joining us thanks for joining us uh, that was really <laughs> sensual <laughs> i thought we weren't doing that kind of podcast Julia. Oh, i am sorry i i forgot where I was for a minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so I'm Samantha Welker. I'm Julia Wheeler. And we're back with more stuff to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's been a couple weeks. I know. Gotta we, get back in the groove. In the groove, yeah. In our, in our flow. We've gotten a lot of DMs and just messages and stuff over the past couple weeks. I think everybody liked that. <laughs> Pitch yourself without being gross oh, episode. Yeah. That was apparently a common theme. Yeah. With people. Um, but thank you to everybody who has sent us messages and said what you love about the podcast. Um, and then everybody who sent suggestions in too for what you want to hear next. Yeah. We keep sending. Yeah, we um we're gonna start doing some series just to keep it a little more organized. Mm-hmm. The we did the vote on Instagram stories and like by the end yeah. it was pretty split. Oh was it? Yeah, I, I was only, like no I went on all my accounts and voted for Sam's. Oh of stuff. course you did. So then <laughs> I'm gonna subtract want... <laughs> those. <laughs> so we'll be doing social media. <laughs> I want money help. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well so we are gonna do a finance series next. Um which I know sounds incredibly boring. <laughs> Apparently, but you know you necessary. all need it. Yeah. yeah. So we'll keep that on deck. Um, Sam. Yes. What are you feeling pretty okay about? I, I'm feeling pretty okay. So yeah. Oh, what day is today? Today's Tuesday. Tuesday. Sunday was Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and that was I think my best Mother's Day yet because I. <laughs> I talked to my therapist about this too. I was like, I set my expectations real low mm-hmm. and wasn't really expecting anything. And then Stephen kind of came through yeah. above and beyond. Like he That's got awesome. me a literal bucket of flowers from our friend Rachel. Uh-huh. And because I've been really into um, doing my own like DIY arrangements on Sundays with like cheap flowers I get at Trader Joe's. And so he got me these, and I was just like, no one's ever given me a fat-ass bucket of flowers before. So fun. <laughs> so that was amazing. And then he was actually gone when we woke up on Sunday because he's training for his next marathon, and he does his long runs on Sunday. And 
he had left me cards, like one from Rocky, one from the dogs. He left me coffee, like special coffee, candy. Like he, he was cute for Mother's Day this year. He did a good job. Good job, Steven. What are you feeling pretty okay about? I spent my Mother's Day, um, working, um, but that's kind of what I'm feeling pretty okay about. We, I had like three weeks in a row of events on the weekends. Jesus. Yeah, it was a <laughs> lot. And they were all in, so I live in San Diego. We you do? Did. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they were all in like Orange County in LA. This one was in downtown LA. And it's just was like so much work getting stuff ready and hauling yeah. it all up there. And so I'm feeling really awesome that I have made it through this little <laughs> event series of mine. Um, my goal this year with our kids line siesta was to do more in-person stuff yeah. because it's so it can be so hard to break through all of the clutter on social media. Yeah. So I wanted to do some in-person stuff and then I kind of had to laugh cuz at the end of it I was like I feel like it's just hard to break through all the clutter in general cuz I didn't even really in person feel like in person <laughs> it did all that much of a difference. I'm sure like, it did so- though. Yeah. yeah. Did you meet celebrities? I did. Who'd you meet? Cece from the New Girl came by our booth. She's, and she's a beaut. I was like, I literally was like, this person is too pretty to be a normal person. Yeah. So they have to be someone. And then uh, <laughs> Dusty and I figured out that it was her. And she's super cute and nice and has a cute little family. They were all there. and She has magic hair. Yeah, no, her eyelashes were, like, they're probably, like, the extensions or whatever things, but that was, I, like, saw that, and I was, like, regular people don't have, like, (laughs) eyelashes and bangs and hair that look that good. I had eyelash extensions for a month, and then it, well, no, it was the freaking upkeep of that, like, who has time to go lay down and get your eyelashes put back on for an hour and a half once a week? No. No, and it's not cheap either. That's true. Um, well, okay. that's fun. I'm glad yeah. you had a good time. Did the babies go with you to no. L.A.? No. Alone time? Yeah, we went what? by ourselves. <laughs> so <amazing>. we were <laughs> like, it was not the most successful event that I've ever done. Yeah. Um, any, I won't go to... Any child-free time is a success, yeah. okay? <laughs> we stayed at the Ace for two nights. Oh, and, like, nice. went out to dinner and, like... Oh, shit. Had, me- like multiple meals alone and like conversations without people interrupting us it was that sounds like heaven yes (laughs) so all right cool so um we will spare you our game of thrones recap for today because we already did it prior to this yeah (laughs) but next week might be different because it's the final 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 episode and you know our friends on pod save america our friends of the pod we're friends of the pod yes (laughs) They, I wish they were friends of our pod. I just but. pretend like they're my friends in their <laughs> life. Their Game of Thrones recap recap just gives me life yeah, each week. I love that. <laughs> um, so this week, one of the things that we're going to talk about, um, and this is something that's been on our list since we kind of started talking about doing the podcast, is how to deal with haters. Yeah. Or as I like to call them, shitty people. Yeah. So I people who like to hide behind private accounts mm-hmm. and fake emails and fake screen names or whatever yeah. and just be 
Salty humans. Salty. (laughs) I think this will be kind of interesting because you and I probably have very different takes on this, Mm -hmm. on how to handle these people. Because, like, you are very kind and compassionate (laughs) and thoughtful about this kind of stuff and people in general, like the human race. Whereas, like, I could give two shits what anybody thinks about me aside from, like, my mother. Yeah. And, like, maybe Meryl. I mean, my mom is a therapist, so... (laughs) go that's That's, well it's why i'm going to to therapy okay (laughs) um so we'll probably have some different takes on this but yeah you know we'll just give some overview on the best way to handle them because i know no matter how long you've been in your industry or whatever like all it takes is one Mm -hmm. negative comment to fuck up your whole damn day Totally. See, I'm already getting upset about it. I'm already getting fiery. I know. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to talk about the most traumatizing bad feedback we've ever gotten, or like the worst haters. Do you have one, or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I don't think I really have one. I mean, you know, we get stuff on Glitter Guide, but that's not me, Mm -hmm. like my business. You're not as emotionally attached to Oh, no, I am. I get real upset. Okay. But like, um, I don't think there was any – I haven't had anything traumatizing. Okay, but again, that, like, like I don't have real feelings. Yeah, okay. So it's hard to traumatize me. Um, I – there's this one that is so funny to me. It was, like, the, the first bad feedback. I honestly, like – I have been pretty lucky in my business. Like, I mean, I do a really good job of, like – quality control and I'm like pretty anal about making sure that like the photos match match the product that you know like that any I try to anticipate anything that people could complain about yeah and like try as hard as I can to like solve that up front so I haven't actually had a ton of like you know negative customer feedback or anything um but the worst one that I have gotten was right after I started Gun and Swain. Um, so it was like five years ago at this point, but I still remember it, <laughs> uh, like every detail about this. So, and I will say that usually when I have sales, that's when these kind of people will come out. And I don't know if it's just because I have, I have like a higher number of orders uh-huh. that I'm dealing with. So just like the you know, the chances are better that I'll have one person who's right. going to be mad. Um, or if it's just the kind of people that come out during sales. Yeah. Um, the pissy cheese. I mean, like, I, yeah, but I mean, like, I'm a sales shopper too. So no, I get I don't it. Know, but... I understand it. It's like, it's somehow when things are cheaper, people get crazier about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I get So I know this was like during the holidays, and this lady bought a blanket. And wrote me and said that, so she was demanding a refund because her blanket was trashed. And I was like, okay, I pack all of these orders myself. Like, if I had seen one that was like, you know, I look at them, I fold them up, I wrap them up. Like, I would have noticed something being, like, super trashed yeah so I was like you know can you send me a photo of your blanket just so I can see what you're talking about and she said no that she couldn't send me a photo because um it was 
so trashed that her daughter thought it was a rag and she used it as a rag and then threw it away. That's the world's biggest rag, first of all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, this all happened in the like week since I (laughs) sent this to you, that your daughter found it. Thought it was a rag because it was such a piece of shit. Yeah. Used it to clean something up and then threw it away. It had been like five days since she got her package. So I just was like. So she wants a refund? And she wanted a full refund. And I was like, I can't give you a refund without knowing that there's something like verified. I mean, even on Amazon, you can't just be like. Right. You know, you have to show proof. You can't yeah. just be like, oh, no, it was shitty, and then I tossed it. Yeah, nobody's going to approve that, no matter how yeah. big the company. And then she sent her son on social media. What? On Instagram to comment on all of <gasps> these pictures saying, this company is a scam, or like, you know, they send like bad products or something like I've that. I've never heard this story before. Yeah, and oh it was like God. on multiple photos like he was just trying to like go through on as many as he could so for like a 40 dollar blanket yeah and I was like yeah it was so crazy so I ended up I mean I blocked him I think I wrote her back like a totally rational response like yeah. you know I'm happy to offer you a refund but I have or an exchange I, I can just send out another product without seeing it even if you know yeah maybe I didn't say that but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But um, especially knowing that she's crazy. But yeah, so I'm like, I'm not going to give you money back unless I know that. Yeah. So anyway, I don't even remember how it all ended other than I blocked her son. But ever since then, I have like PTSD of like, mm-hmm. I ha- I feel like I have to go check my Instagram to make sure nobody's talking crap about me. Yeah. And that's literally the only time that's ever happened to me in five years of having Gun and Swain. But well, that's cra- like that's crazy. Yeah, it was so that's crazy, insane, and like the fact that she had her son like go out and do that, like yeah, she's just training a wonderful new generation of humans. Cool, you know she does Great. that to like everybody too. Like yeah, she like she probably pulled that shit once and it worked, mm-hmm. and then she's like cool. Let's see who else I can and do this for. And who knows at this point, maybe did she even, like, not order something from me? Who knows? Oh, you didn't like, even check? No, I'm sure I did, but I don't know. People are weird. I keep it's... looking at you thinking you have your nose pierced, but I think you just had a fleck of glitter on your nose. Oh, and I was like, no, it was up here, because I'm like, how long has she had her nose pierced? And I've never noticed. But mm-hmm. now I'm focused and ready to talk about the podcast okay. again. Hello, we're back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Um, people are are insane when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. Like, it really just brings out an ugly side of people. And unfortunately, it's something that we see a lot in owning businesses. Yeah. Because people feel like if they're spending for money, if they're spending money for something, there's like a level of entitlement that yeah. they feel kind of over you, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, this is not <clears throat> nearly the same thing. As, like, owning a business, but I do have a story from when I worked at Starbucks when oh, I was yeah. in my, um, I was in high school when I worked in Starbucks, at Starbucks, um, but I worked at a drive-thru one, mm-hmm. and I will never forget this. This woman ordered... I don't even think Starbucks existed when I was in high school, just FYI. That's not true. In Seattle, it did. What year did you graduate? 1999. You didn't it's graduate my... from high school in 1999? 
Yeah, it's my 20-year reunion this summer. Oh, wow. Yes. I forget you're that much older than me. I know. I'm over the hill. Way Get over. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated in 2005. Does that bum you out? No, I'm okay. You look bummed. No, I mean... <laughs> Do I look old? No, that's why I'm like, no, that's why I'm like, there's no fucking way you graduated (laughs) in 1999. Um, Okay. So Starbucks drive-thru. Starbucks drive-thru. It was like brand new too. It was like the first Starbucks drive-thru in San Diego. It was a big old deal. Um, This woman ordered, I was like on the register and she ordered a soy latte at 137 degrees, right? Oh God. 137, which... If it you know, really if, hot. Well, actually, the default temperature at Starbucks is 140. Oh. So she wanted it she three wanted degrees it three cooler. degrees left? Yes. Oh, my yes. gosh. I just want to poke my eyeballs oh, out right now. Oh, just wait. So she, I make it. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sandor. <laughs> um, so she, I made the drink. I even put a fucking thermometer in it to measure it to 137 because I'm an oh overachiever. Uh-huh. And I did it and I handed it to her. She barely holds it and goes, this isn't 137 degrees and throws it back no, through the drive through no. window. I'm not kidding. Oh, I hate people. Oh my god. Like, so <sighs> she had her kids in the car too. Oh, cool. Yeah. I bet they're And so it's just like from an early age of dealing with people in business, I'm like, you know what? There are just some crazy fucking people out mm-hmm. there. Yes. Like, crazy. And, you know, we don't know it when we're in our little bubble because we don't associate with the nut jobs the majority of the time. But when you put yourself out there on the internet, yeah, they all come out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing we have to remember here when we kind of go through all of this stuff is that people get really fucking brave behind a keyboard. Mm-hmm. Whether it's sending an email, like a complaining customer service email, or send commenting, or sending a DM, like they can make their accounts private, or they mm-hmm. can even feel brave without making it private. I've yeah. seen that too, and but it's the fact that they're hidden behind this screen. Yeah, would they talk to you like that in person? There's no way. Well, maybe that lady threw her Starbucks. Well, yeah, at you. I, I'm hoping she's the exception, not the rule. I mean, I did also waitress, and I have a handful of those stories too. Oh god, like, some people are just terrible. Yeah, but well, yeah, people, people are, are definitely awful. emboldened by the the screen being yeah. in between. You know. Well, and I think too, it's easy for people to disassociate mm-hmm. a real human from the social media account. You know, it's like no matter how much you plaster your face all over it, like they're still viewing you as a brand. And to them, you know, it's easier to fuck with a brand than it is with a real human. Totally. Um, Yeah, I think one of the things that has been important for me is to kind of look at it like there are some people you'll never win over. Right. And you can you start to kind of you know, working in a certain business for a while. My husband is a tile contractor and he knows up front when he's bidding a job, like the type of people that he's like, I just don't want to work for these people. Yeah. And that's, you know, I can tell those kind of people when I get an email from them, I'm like, yeah, I just, I don't want to do business with you. I'd rather just here, I'm going to refund you your money. I don't want to have any further, you know, conversation with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have somebody that was like a friend of a friend, like somebody who did something like this to me and she just ripped me a new one and it was somebody that I 
is best friends with a friend of mine. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, how I, I don't know why you're treating me like this, but it was during a sale. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So just knowing that there are certain people out there that you just need to, um, realize that they're just mean yeah and or you won't ever be able to make them happy and then then there are a whole group of people who are reasonable human beings who just need a you know a nice rational explanation and then you know then you can handle that in like a normal customer service kind of way it's hard to not take it all personally as you know a small business but I think if you look at it like that where you're like Okay, this person's irrational and I will never make them happy. They're never going to come back and buy stuff from me again. Yeah. And I don't want them to. trying to get free shit at this point. Yeah. Or is it just like a regular customer service issue that you have to deal with? Well, and I will say that like I've, you know, had instances in the past dealing with like pissy people over email. But then even if you get them on the phone... Or, like, in person, you know, mm-hmm. they're totally different. Yeah. Some people are just jerks behind a keyboard. Yeah. Um. So how do you, because you have more experience with this, how do you identify somebody who's not worth the time and somebody who's, like, a legitimate, just upset person to chat with? Yeah. I mean, I think you can just tell in the tone of their email. Yeah. Um. I mean, I always try to go back with a very calm, thoughtful, kind response. Like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that you're unhappy. Please, you know, send me such and such verification and then I can offer you a refund or an exchange. Uh-huh. Um, and then, it, you know, if you get through that response, then sometimes people come back and they're like, great, thank you so much. And you're like, oh, okay, I thought you were going to like right. try yeah. to sue me or something totally. weird. And then they came back totally normal, and then there's some people where that escalates the situation. And then that's when you know, okay, we're done here. Um, You're irrational. And then there's, you know, the other people that you're like, okay, we can just proceed like you're, you know, a rational, normal human being. Um, One of the things that has greatly helped me that I only just did this year, I don't know why I never thought to do this, because it was something that somebody at my old job used to do um but I set up basically not auto responses but I went into my email signature like you can set up you know different email signatures uh uh, within your whatever your email platform is and I just use like apple mail Uh and I have like two different customer service responses and it's like you know, I'm sorry to hear that you had an issue. And it's like very general. And then there's kind of spots where you fill in the blank. And it already has everything kind of written out. I see. I Then I have then I have one that's like, you know, somebody writes me back as, with siesta with the kids stuff where they have the wrong size. I have one that's just an exchange response. And I'm like to process an exchange, please send your item back to such and such. And it's all right there. I don't have to rewrite it a million Wait, times. Wait, so is it an autoresponder? Like no, it, it's, it's so it's a template. It's, yeah, really? it's just okay. a templated okay. email That's that smart. I save in my email signatures so that I can just pull that up Got from it. the signature drop down and it fills in with that temp like email template. Okay. And I don't then it has taken a lot of the emotion out of responding to yeah. me. I don't or responding to them. I don't feel like 
that emotional response that, you know, like I can, or even just annoyed that somebody's wanted to exchange something two times, whatever. I just, I'm like, here's my templated response. I don't have to think about it. Um, And then, yeah, I have a, I actually copied a, Shopify has on their blog, um, they have like some pretty good blog posts here and there. And one of them was um, about handling like customer service issues. And they Uh had a couple of like email templates. So I took one of theirs and just kind of like customized it to the way I would talk. Yeah, we can totally do that. Okay. Yeah. um, But I have found that that helps me a lot if I, if I don't have to think too hard about how I'm going to respond. Right. Then I can just respond without having to like process any emotion. Yeah. Uh, And yeah. So. So I like that for the. For customer customer service stuff. For customer service stuff. How do you apply that to social media? For social media. Um. I thankfully, like I said, I mean, like maybe my businesses are just like small enough that I haven't had to deal with this, but, um, I have not had a lot of people complain every once in a while. I'll have people complain about like shipping costs or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Like on your posts? Yeah. On posts. But I do find that the majority of the complaints I get about stuff like that will just come to me. Like they'll respond to like one of my email newsletters, just like hit reply and be like, it was going to cost me $50 to -hmm. have this shipped to me, you know, but I don't, um, I don't really see that a ton on my Instagram. I do know I have some friends who have a business that um, on Instagram, they would get a lot of comments like about people saying like, oh, the shipping is too expensive on these. Uh-huh. And I think also because they do a lot more advertising, so they'll boost their posts and yeah. then those posts are going to people who are unfamiliar with the brand. So if somebody sees a cool product and they're like, I want to buy it. And then they're like, right. oh, the shipping's expensive versus somebody who's already bought into your brand and follows you and they kind of like accept the shipping as, you yeah. know. Um, so they ended up doing this thing on Instagram where they blocked certain types of comments. Mm -hmm. So you can go on there and block certain words in your comments, which is great if you're somebody who needs to block like hate comments. Yeah. Um, but they do that with certain words, um, like shipping, I think, Uh, or maybe they didn't block shipping because somebody might say... I'd have to ask them, but yeah, they would go, like, if you have people who are making common complaints that, like, I mean, if people want to ask a question about the cost of shipping, they can send that over email or DM, but it doesn't show up in the comments because then other people aren't going to see that and go, oh, I don't want to buy this if people are saying it's expensive. Well, I can't tell you how many, like, I mean, West Elm... Um, who's another one that has it done? Glossier. Mm-hmm. They like if you look at any picture they post mm-hmm. because they're so big. Yeah, people just like use it as a customer service platform because mm-hmm. they're like, well, clearly somebody's sitting there because they posted this picture. Here's how I'm gonna complain about my order. Right. Like, then that's like what the majority of the comments are on their pictures now. It's customer service. It's customer stuff. service complaints. Yeah. And it's like, and they have somebody who I'm sure their only job is to sit there yeah. and give these like templated responses. Like, please send us a DM with your yes, order number. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
And, you know, I think that's just the scalability is a big thing yeah. with it because I know, I mean, we don't have customer service stuff necessarily, but, you know, we have a an audience on Glitter Guide for at least just on Instagram for over, what are we at? 608,000 right now. That's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. And, um, you know, not all those people are seeing our posts. Thank you, algorithm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... What I've learned is that the more people, you know, that follow you, the wider, like, um, kind of set you're going to get, yeah. you know, of different interests, different beliefs. Like, it has blown my mind sometimes, the stuff that pisses people off, because I'm like, wait, what? No, this is common, like, humanity. What's your issue? Yeah. And so I think, like, for me... Now I just kind of anticipate that going into everything that we're posting. Yeah. Um, what could somebody <clears throat> complain about with this photo? Yes, exactly. And, you know, they'll find something. Yeah. They literally the other day, um, Taylor was posting stories of her kid playing in a flower field <laughs> being super cute. And she uh, was like, I wish we could all be as happy as kids or something sweet like that. Somebody literally sent us a DM and was like, not all children live happy lives, you know. And it's like, dude, come on. Like, you don't have to say anything. Yeah. Like, if you're listening to this and you're a borderline secret behind the keyboard hater, just don't do it. Yeah. Like, how did that comment help? anybody what are we gonna do retract the stories and be like oh sorry we shouldn't have posted this because not all kids are happy yeah like with that large of a group of people you're never gonna please everybody so in a situation like that do you just not respond I didn't respond to that one because it was so irrational that I would just like declined it um and we get those you know from time to time where it's like it was what you're talking about there's nothing good is gonna come from engaging with those people right because you can't argue with them yeah and it's like, yeah, no, we know not all kids have a happy childhood. Yeah. But, like, these kids are having a good time. Yeah. Let's celebrate that. Totally. Instead of focusing on Because the there is another time and place where you might post a fundraiser yeah. to help children who've been separated from, you know, from yeah. their parents. Oh, like, well, we've done that. And then people get mad at yes, that, too. I'm yeah. sure. But, yes, but like, that's, that's politics. That's exactly. different. But that's, like, a different time and place it's not like you never address things like that so but it's just glitter guide isn't a place where people are like it's not a destination where people are thinking i'm gonna go here to learn about social issues and talk about social issues it's It's called glitter guide guys yeah you go there to be inspired (laughs) by beautiful lifestyle content and you know it is a place to kind of alleviate from that kind of stuff. Right. But there's some people who they're just so focused on that that that's all they can think about, you yeah. know. And I think, too, that, like, there – you won't ever be able to please everybody or include everybody in what you're posting. You know, I posted a thing the other day about – for Mother's Day because I, you know – Mother's Day, ever since social media has come along, is no longer like, happy Mother's Day. Like, now it's like, you know, we ha- we make a note of, well, the women who can't have babies, like mm-hmm. the women who've lost their babies. Like, we show support over social media for that. But God forbid you leave somebody out of that. Yeah. You know, somebody's very unique circumstance. Mm-hmm. Or like the time that I did, I was just trying to get some, like, demographic data. And I was asking about, like, college education. And someone was like... 
that's rude to only include colleges. What about vocational schools or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Instagram only gives me two polling options, guys. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Did you go to college? Yes or no. Right. You decide if you want to count your vocational school as college. Yeah, You exactly. decide. Yes or no. Oh and I gosh. think, you know, what I know about people and especially about negative hater type people is that they're projecting. Mm-hmm. What they're saying has nothing to do with you. Totally. If you're just putting yourself out there as a brand, as a business, you know, unless you're out there writing hateful shit, you're not doing anything to provoke them. It's literally just their own issues manifesting and being projected onto you because it's easy. Yeah. How often would you say on like a glitter guide post where somebody, um, like, let's say on a post, maybe you have, like, two or three comments that are kind of negative. Uh-huh. Um, what is kind of your thought process on responding or not responding, deleting it, or just leaving it hanging and not responding? I would say 99% of the time we don't delete comments. The only mm-hmm. time we'll delete something is if we're also going to block the person because they're saying something that's hateful mm-hmm. or hurtful to mm-hmm. other people. You know, Mm -hmm. which luckily does not happen too terribly often on our our platform. Um, And it it really just kind of depends on the comment and on the topic. If it's somebody just bitching to bitch, like, I don't I don't say anything. Like, like I'll post a picture of a home tour and somebody will say something negative about like, oh, well, I don't like how that kitchen is laid out. It's like, great. No one asked you, Susan. Yeah. Like. Not going to respond to that. Yeah. But if somebody has, like, a legitimate complaint about something, I would respond to it. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, for example, we had that uh, CBD post that I shared Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago because I wrote an article for 420 (laughs) Uh (laughs) about my favorite CBD and hemp products. And, like, I know I've talked about CBD before on Glitter Guide, um, and one person came at me with, like, a that's a drug. You should keep it on your personal feed. And it's like, no, it's not though. It's not, it's not, yeah, you're not THC. getting high. It's legal. Yeah. Like, um, but so when I posted this and I posted it like with a cute meme or something like that, like just mm-hmm. a quote. And I think I often try to kind of diffuse situations that I think could be touchy by doing it kind of with like something cute or fun. Yeah. Um, and you know, the majority of people were fine. And we're like, oh my gosh, this is me. I can't wait to try it. Oh, blah, blah, CBD. Except for the one girl who's yeah. like, oh, my gosh, you're not going to come in here with some kind of goop. Uh, yeah. I don't remember what she said. But then her thing was like, she hadn't even read the article. She didn't even read it. That, that's that's annoying. Thing. They don't ever, like, she really go She said something that it. was like, don't tell me that if I click on this, I'm going to see some article that's like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's like well, well, go click on it and yeah. read it and see if it's actually, like, right. informative Before for you. Before you open your fucking yeah. mouth, like... And if it's not informative, then why don't you just say that did not relate to me and my life, but yeah. maybe it's good for someone else. Goodbye. Yeah. Like it doesn't, you don't have to, like, I you know. don't have to comment. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I, I think it's very rare that you'll find an online hater who is educated, thoughtful, and reasonable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if they were, they wouldn't be hiding behind a computer screen. Yeah. Or they'd be somewhere else on a different, more intellectual platform. Right. Instagram is not the place no. 
to like really kind of pick at everybody's worldviews and no. whatever. Like we're sharing what not we on, believe in. Not on Glitter Guide's feed. Right. Like you're not on, if you were on the Fox News feed, sure. you know, responding to, you know. Yeah. That's where people are going there for that type of conversation. Yes. This is something lighthearted that's like. You don't need to turn it into something that it's not. No. Just because you want to like rile people up and start a conversation. I will say that. <clears throat> The t- a handful of different types of comments and even, like, the performance of certain posts of mine on Instagram mm-hmm. kind of change the type of content that I post on my Gun and Swain feed. Hmm. Um, I had somebody years back now at this point, I had somebody, I, ca- I, I reposted a picture of a mom with boobies. Who, well, she no, it was, she was in a bikini with big boobies. No. Oh. She no. <laughs> she's really skinny. Okay. Um she's naturally a very thin person mm-hmm. and the picture was like kind of sexy. Mm-hmm. Not not sexy, but like when I saw the picture, I I of course because I'm a mom, the first thing I thought of when I saw this picture was I was like Oh, look, you can see, like, in her bikini, like, she has mom boobs, you know? Like, she looks like she nursed her babies on those boobs. Like, that was my thought. I didn't think anything of it, like, ooh, this is, like, overtly sexual. I would never, you know, like, I I just saw a mom who clearly had nursed her babies, and she was thin and in a bikini, but it didn't offend me. It wasn't, like, Sports Illustrated. No. And so, but, and it had one of my blankets in it, so... I reposted it and I had a couple of different people body shaming her and then on the post on the post and then making comments to me about I had somebody who then went through my feed and commented on um, basically was saying that I was only posting skinny white girls on my feed Hmm. and um which is just so funny because one of my friends who was like, literally people still think that it's me because I used her for so many photo shoots up mm-hmm. front. Like she's Latina, but it, you can't always tell what right. nationality yeah. somebody is. Totally. And most of the pictures were of her. And but people were saying like, all you post is like skinny white girls. And I'm like, well, she's actually a skinny Latina. And she's kind of the face <laughs> of my brand. But OK, whatever. It doesn't matter like I it's I don't know but so then there was this whole argument on this photo about then people were coming forward like defending her as like you know we shouldn't be body shaming people no matter what they look like or this or that exactly but I just was like okay I I don't really post bikini pictures anymore or Mm -hmm. anything that's too um stir the pot yeah because yeah. I just would rather not deal with that to right. me I don't want most of the models I use are friends of mine people that I know I don't want to put them through that yeah and I also feel like I have a lot of moms who follow me there on this account so it's something that like if that doesn't make you feel good about yourself then right I, that's just not the content I want to put out there anyway well and you don't want people commenting on it 
stuff that would deter other people from sharing their content with you. Totally. You know, like when they're on the beach in a bikini with their kids, like yeah. maybe they're not super crazy skinny and they were going to post a picture and tag you in it, but now yeah. they're like, oh, no, just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So it definitely is something that like I am conscious of like haters in that respect that like yeah. it does kind of dictate what I will post or not um, just because I I just would rather not deal with it. So, yeah. you know, I'm not going to put myself out there to purposefully be controversial. Right. So that's another thing to just, like, think about. If you don't want to have to be defending certain things all the time, then it might yeah. just kind of, like, dictate how you put yourself out there yes. in the world as your company. Totally. And I have a hard time kind of disassociating with... Like, we don't do it too terribly often, but when we do post things that we, like, believe in politically or otherwise on Glitter Guide and people leave things that I would kind of determine as ignorant or Mm -hmm. hateful, Mm -hmm. I have a hard time holding back from not just, like, lashing into them. So I know better than to, like, if if we post something like that, I have to walk away from it. Right. Because I will sit there and obsess over it. Yeah. And I will be like, okay, cool, here, I'm going to take you to church and we're going to talk right now. Yeah. Like, I'm going to teach you something. So if you go into it knowing that something is going to be controversial, you have to kind of know how you decide before you even put something out yeah. there how you would respond whether that's right. like the CBD thing where you're like I know my facts I'm going to respond to you you know with x y or z type of information yes or if it's something that's like politically socially charged that is going to actually just make your head explode and you need yeah. to just walk away but it still feels important to you to share it then you know, that's good, too. That's honestly why I don't love talking about politics with people that I disagree with, because I just don't like to fight about yeah, it. Yeah, I love to fight. <laughs> but I just, I do. But in your, like, personal world, there are people that you disagree with that you don't necessarily like to bring it up because... Well, only because I'm, re- like, yes. they're my in-laws. Yeah. If I wasn't, like, bound to them by marriage, I yeah. would tear their shit apart. But that's, like, where you go into Ugh. deciding, is it worth it? No, I just to deleted bring it Facebook because I couldn't yeah. take it anymore. Yeah. Um, I post that kind of stuff all over my personal page, though, on yeah. Instagram because I'm like, you want to fight me on this? Cool. And, like, my thing with it, too, and this is getting into something a little more different because yeah. <laughs> it's, like, a little more, like, political or whatever. But if you're posting something that you really believe in and you really feel like is an important thing to share as a value a of your brand, yeah, that's great. And if you have people combating you or saying, I'm unfollowing, people love to comment about how they're unfollowing on things. Okay, Guess go. what? Bye. Yeah. Because this isn't I'm a firm belie- believer in qu- quality over quantity mm-hmm. when it comes to Instagram followers. I would rather have way less followers on mine or Glitter Guides that are on the same page with us. Yeah. That are engaged. Yes. And it, yeah. Rather than just like a mass amount of people. Oh, I just knocked over my water with my really exciting hand motions. I'm very fired Getting up right very, now. I'm really fired yeah. up. Um, you know, it's like, good, weed them out. Yeah. So the mean comments, that'll, that'll certainly help that process along. Do you have any, do you use the comment filtering on yours? I don't because like I said, for the most part, I haven't um, had to deal with a ton of that. Yeah. Um, 
but I but I do like it like I was saying I the people that we share our warehouse with that they have those set up on their Instagram yeah. just because they don't want it to deter other people you know some people's comments to deter other people from like looking at their products so right. I I know they have things the word like expensive mm. blocked mm-hmm. like certain things like that where people that is a word that's specific to like a complaint about something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that doing things like that is smart because then you don't have to even see it and then you don't have to deal with the emotional response you're going to have. You don't have to deal with deleting it. You just never see it. They're not people just aren't allowed to comment certain things, which I think is great for like, you know, our friends who are like therapists who might want to block certain things that could be, I don't know, hate speech or triggering Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Um, so I definitely think setting up those comment filters, if there are things that apply to you, mm-hmm. as long as it's not going to inhibit a conversation that would be helpful for right. your brand. Like on Siesta, we have a lot of people ask about fit. So I would never want to block anything that would keep people from being able to ask a yeah. question about that or anything else. Just totally. But yeah, I mean, even the thing with shipping, like if people are going to complain about shipping, it's one thing. But what if somebody's just asking, like, do you ship to Canada or are you currently shipping to Canada? And then you block shipping. So it's kind of hard. Yeah. So I Um, think certain words that are very specific, um, blocking those is great. So you never have to deal with it. Yeah. I have a few of them set up on Glitter Guide just because, you know, we... Our core values are being genuine and inclusive and Mm -hmm. creative and fun. And inclusive means sharing women of all ethnicities and sizes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you post one picture of a plus size woman and somebody comments about how you're promoting obesity. And it's like, guess what? This is just a beautiful woman who's doing great things for the world. You can go away if you don't like it. Yeah. So we have a few set up that are just... That would only be used in hateful totally. things. Um, but other than that, it's like, you know, obviously you want to have the conversations going. But if there are certain words that you're mm-hmm. kind of seeing over and over again or words that are triggering for you, yeah, put them in the comment filters. Like, mm-hmm. um, we can put – if you don't know how to do it, we can put a step-by-step guide kind of yeah. in the show notes. But it's it's a good tool, I think, that Instagram has, has integrated into the platform. Yeah. And I know you can do that on Twitter. You can mute certain words. So if you don't want to see anything about the Kardashians. Oh. I just want to mute. Same difference. Is it? Kanye. Trump. Kardashian. I hate everything. Illuminati. Uh. (laughs) Um, But you can um, mute certain words on Twitter. So if you're like, I'm if you're an active Twitter person, then you probably already know that. Um, But it keeps you from having to even see certain types of news. So you can just live in your little bubble. I should do that because the only time I use Twitter, which I I shouldn't say that I use, I look at Twitter every day. But the only time I engage on Twitter is when I want to rage tweet. Yeah. Which I think I've talked about before. Yeah. So um, I don't know what Facebook's ability is to block stuff like that, but I do Nobody's know. Nobody's on Facebook anymore anyway. Yeah. <laughs> just so, kidding. I know. Um, so I think doing that so you can 
yeah, just um, not have to have an emotionally triggered response helps. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the other thing we mentioned that we can put um, notes in the show notes. Notes oh, sorry, in that was redundant. the show notes. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, that we can link um, is just setting up uh, different types of, if you want to do it as an email signature, if you want to have it in your, I don't know, notes doc or something. Evernote. Yeah, well, however, on my Evernote. yeah, just like to copy and paste um, certain like canned responses. Yeah, so well, that you and can Instagram just... Stories has it now. Oh, or, like DMs? Yes. Yeah, in that's DMs, right. You can set up, I think it's called like common responses. Like quick responses. Yeah, or, something yeah. like that. You can set them up in Instagram yeah. directly if you're dealing with like the DM type A situation. A lot of like, yeah. yeah, customer service DMs or questions or even if like I know for me I there's some people who I know would prefer to work over DM and I would prefer to work over email so I usually direct people to email like oh yeah I'm happy to help you with your customer service issue please send us an email at such and such and yeah so setting up those quick responses there I think like for me so much about about business like as being a small business owner is just like having to manage my emotions yeah with all of these things so yeah. if I can do anything to kind of like cut out the possibility of having that emotional response then um that's what yeah well and it makes total sense because like when you own your business or you're building your brand it's you it's your values it's what you are presenting to the world and it's things you care about so it would be like walking into somebody's office and being like susan <laughs> you really fucked that up today sorry susan's you're just my name today um you know it's like that doesn't happen to people who have a normal office job yeah it just doesn't happen but when you have your own business or your brand on social media you put yourself out there more than you do with others so yeah in summary um some people cannot be saved some people (laughs) cannot be customer serviced customer service some people are just crazy yeah some people just have a question and they come off really mean yep on their first email or maybe through the entire like email chain back and forth they'll be mean but they'll be a repeat customer yes so that has happened yeah so it's like for me I always another thing I like to do is with this goes back to our business bestie episode but like having uh-huh. somebody that I can say oh my gosh, I just had this like crazy customer ask this really annoying question. Like how, how would you respond to this? Or here's my response. What should I, what should I do? I'll even send them to my mom and be like, what should I do? Like, I don't, you know, like I'm fine giving them a refund, but I'm mad at them or whatever. Sometimes (laughs) you just need to talk. I'm mad at them. (laughs) Well, I, yeah, I do the same thing. Like if we get something on Glitter Guide that pisses me off that I really, because I'm a, I'm a little bit of a hothead just in my natural day to day. And I'm like, I'm very quick to be like, yeah, let's fight about this. Let's do it. Um, And so if something comes through that it's like, I want to respond to it, or I see something that I really like today, you know, we saw 
some stuff mm-hmm. on Instagram that I really, really wanted to respond to, but I know mm-hmm. that I shouldn't if I want to be the bigger person. Yep. I'll, like, take a screenshot of it and, like, write out my response, my hypothetical response, and, like, send it to you. Yeah. That's, like, what I do. Yep. Like, here's what I would say to this person. Then, yeah. Yeah. But then I usually don't. And honestly, there have been times mm. where, like, I've sat on it for a few days. Yeah. And if I'm still feeling like I need to say something, I will. But mm-hmm. usually that helps to just, like... But if you take a couple days away from it, then you can also take away some of the emotional response yes. and then just go in with, like, a business yeah. response. Yes, so. totally. It it really helps to kind of take that step back and breathe, which is hard to do on social media because everything is so immediate and in your face, you know? Mm-hmm. You're like, I just want to respond to this right away. But really taking a beat is very helpful with totally. dealing with shitty people. And I will say, if you are in a business where you are selling products... Another thing that I just had to come to terms with (laughs) is that you're going to have to be eating a certain amount of, like, returns and exchanges. and Build that shit into your prices. Yeah. So you just have to, you just have to know. Because when I started, I was so small and so, like, I didn't, I was starting from literally nothing. So, like, Mm -hmm. every return I just felt like was costing me a million dollars. So now at this point, my business is steady enough that if I have to return, you know, like give right. somebody a refund, it doesn't like, you know, completely kill my business. But in the yeah. beginning, it felt like it did. And so it is something to just kind of know going into a business that, you know, you you aren't going to be able to like win all of these things. And sometimes yeah. like I get a lot of feedback on our siesta thing that people are saying like the customer service is amazing. Cause a lot of the times I'll just be like, Oh, here, fine. You know, like I'll just yeah. send you the right size or I'll just, you know, if it's a swimsuit and it's been worn or something or, you know, like yes. sometimes yeah. you just have to know that like, it's better to have a happy customer who's going to buy from you another time and just like eat the 20 bucks than it is to like, you know, make a big deal about a return and yeah. just because it it feels like a lot to you. Yeah. So no going into that if you're new to to opening this type of business that Right. Well yeah. it's just if you're like gonna Sam own a, a product based business, you're gonna mm-hmm. deal with crazies. Yeah. And service based. I mean yeah. if you any if type of business. If you're dealing with the public, yeah. You'll be dealing with all kinds of people who are in yeah. the public yep yeah it's true there's that yeah. um i think it's like i've seen it on pinterest but probably instagram too but it's like that quote that's like people will love you people will hate you none of it has anything to do with you exactly and Makes it's like sense. it's so true you cannot control how, what people think the way they rationalize things or how they're going to act the best thing you can do is to set yourself up for how you're going to respond how you're yep. going to emotionally like handle it you know if you're more like julia who takes things personally you know having those systems in place i think is so smart and so helpful for when you know you will encounter it you just you will you will like you're not exempt from the rule it's gonna happen to you um so having that stuff ready to go is is really smart you're a genius. I know. Julia. I know. It's fine. That's why I'm a millionaire and I'm retiring today. This is my announcement. Just kidding. All right. You it's buy me a yacht? Yes. Like Tiger Woods yacht? What? I'll give you the presidential medal of freedom. You don't want to talk about Tiger Woods? <laughs> He's such an upstanding human and citizen. Okay. Um. So, 
our homework is to do what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, go through, see what see what applies to your business. Set up comment filters. Set up the quick responses for Instagram DM. Mute certain things on Twitter. Um, set up some canned email responses and save mm-hmm. them in whatever way works best for you. Um, do take a few of those steps to just automate things that will trigger an emotional response for you. Yeah. Uh, and if you really can't get beyond the emotion, screenshot it, send it to me. I'll let yep. you vent. It's totally. fine. Send it to us on DM. We'll do it. We'll, yes. we'll vent right along with you. Uh huh. Sam, did you do my homework? Like you were supposed to. Well, I sent you my media kit and you never responded oh, to my prices, so shoot. I didn't do your homework. Darn it. <laughs> I um, have been working on glitter guides, though. Um, on your pitch or your elevator? Yeah, just kind of refining it because we're going through a, not rebrand, but like, I, I don't even know what to call it, a brand finesse, oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, um, brand massage? Yeah, but not in like a creepy way. Um <laughs> You should have seen the way she was stroking herself when she said that. Uh, <laughs> so we, you know, I've, I've been working on kind of mapping out, like, we have our core values, we have our mission statement, but, like, working on the pitch is really helpful when you're actually going through the branding process because, like, the brand company needs to know what you're about yeah. and what you're doing. So they can so translate it visually. Yeah. So it's been a good exercise. Um I've been making Taylor do some worksheets from my Cute. consulting days. I'm like, here's five pages for your homework. Turn it in at the end of the week. Can I get that? Yeah. I'll send them to you. <laughs> I'm going to um, take them and then sell them. Fuck all the way off. <laughs> By the way, our next episode is going to be about copycats. copycats. We were going we to talk about it today, but we're like, no, no. It needs to be its own episode. It's own episode so for any of you listening who are dealing with copycats if you have specific questions or things you want addressed send them our way yes or if you are a copycat and you're worried we're gonna call you out we are we're gonna just kidding we're not because we're bigger people wait was that we take the higher road i don't want to our next episode is just going to be calling people out. Yeah, it's just going to be a roast. <laughs> um, okay, so go to the website um, for the show notes, and we'll link some of the resources that we talked about, and then also give you a little recap in case, you know, we talk too quickly or too much. You don't like our, our witty banter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that's pretty okay, okay, podcast.com. Make sure to go subscribe in iTunes and leave us a rating and a review if you can. Don't be mean. Don't be mean. Don't be a hater. I know you're behind a computer screen. Yeah. Don't do it. Use it for good, not for evil. Um, But the reviews, like the ratings are great, but the reviews I think are what help us get like bumped up Mm -hmm. and make more people see us. Yeah. And um, so if you do that, that'd be amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. And make sure to send in your mailbag questions so we can do that episode. You can send them through the contact form on the website. You can send them over DM, Pretty Okay Podcast, OKAY. <laughs> or you can send it to our personal DMs. Yes. Yeah. Little upset um, that I received zero nudes from uh-huh. last time's episode, but 
You know, that's fine. <laughs> what? Maybe they got blocked. No, I don't have the word nudes blocked. Are you oh. kidding? I have like the word nudes like starred. <laughs> like... <laughs> okay, guys. We love you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Bye.